When we hug these mics, we get healthy. I was working on this. Hold on, let me hit you with this. Let me hit you with this. Let's see if you guys, if you guys know where I'm going with this. Orange. I put my orange four-inch door inch in the storage and ate porridge with George. Mm. <laughs> you guys see where I'm going with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, like Cameron when he fell off. No. <laughs> I, I was, uh, Rock, before, before we introduce you, who this? You have to understand that I've been preparing for this interview for a while. I saw Iraqi on an interview with Grunge Cake. Shout out to Yams and shout out to Brandon. And I was, uh, you know, I usually don't like to watch other interviews, but I watched it and my judgment was already clouded because Brandon said it's uh, tri tri pop is a classic. So I was like, so now I, I had already had to try oh to figure out well, how am I going to approach this? And mm. I and I and I don't disagree with it. All right. Okay. And that's just that. All right, but who is we have a special <laughs> guest, mm-hmm. fellow, fellow Haitian, fellow Brooklynite. It's it's, hey. it's going to be great. Uh, Rocky Snyder is here. All right, hey. applaud, 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 applaud. All right, <laughs> and she hey, has guys. two projects. We want to tap into everything, but first thing is we got to we got to understand this this uh this love for orange because I know that's one of the name of your projects. <laughs> But also you have like orange hair. It's like, it's a whole vibe. So tell us about that. Um, It's so funny because it really just happened originally like a branding thing. Cause it was like, I'm, you know, black women, shout out to us. We just like yes. to change our hair all the time. Yes. We have the luxury of being like, we can do whatever we want with our look. So yes. that's what I did for years. It's just like, I changed my look all the time until my friend, was like, yo, you need, if you're gonna really do this like music thing, you need something that's gonna be a staple that people are gonna remember you for. Yeah. And one one of the looks that I did was like orange box braids one time. Mm-hmm. And then I just got the most energy from it, like the most um, compliments and like good yeah. feedback from, from wearing it. So that's when I was just like, okay, maybe, maybe that was the look that I needed to stick with. And so ever mm. since then, I just like, I want to say maybe it's been like two years of straight orange, mm. I want to say. So shout out to my friend for my love of orange. Now, you know, orange is seeping into everything. My clothes, my, sometimes my nails, not today though, but okay. um, everything. And I think it's a great color anyways. It's a good energy color, you know? Yeah, yes. Yeah, and a lot like of people conflicts. surprisingly... Huh? Oh no, I was just gonna ask about orange. Do you ever have a conflict picking the shade to like go with your mood? No, it's usually either that bright, like this kind of orange, or like that lit a little lighter. It's never like anything else for real. I mean, in terms of like hair or color or outfits, maybe mm. like online if I'm like making like a graphic or something like a flyer mm. the orange may change but it's usually those two oranges like really like a neon orange or a little like a orange dream sickle that's what you call that ice cream right cream sickle i said juice yeah. yeah diabetes yeah. on a stick it's way too sweet <laughs> it's so, so sweet bad. but it's so uh, good it is I it is yeah you ever had no. a um an ice cream float with that like they dip into the soda, let it melt, and like you gotta suck that all in or drink it all in. Excuse me. No, that's that probably would be really good. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rocky, give us give us a, a brief background. Like, uh, how how did you get into into creating music? Uh, help us to understand your your style. I, I've listened to two projects so far. We want to get into it. Listen to Rhymes with Orange and Tripop, and it's it's. I mean, they're, they're very different types of music. So just give us a, a brief uh, intro of like your style and, and how, how you got into music. Um, well, I feel like it's just the age old story. You know, everyone says I started rhyming when I was eight or something. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you know, music is always, if you're from Brooklyn, like you can't avoid 
and your parents are Caribbean, like you can't really avoid music. Music is literally everywhere. It's parties, it's the radio, driving around and stuff like that. And, you know, um, me and my cousins, we used to like write rhymes together and stuff, but it was never, I never took it really seriously until, you know, I did theater most of my life. And then when I wanted to go back into doing something creative, I started doing poetry again. And then I was like, maybe I can, maybe I should try making music again. Cause I would always write rhymes or write poetry or write songs, but yes. never really thought that I could take it seriously. Like, and then I finally like started to do that and just like testing it at different spots in, in New York city. And I'm, and I've been a host for a very long time. So that was giving me the platform for people to like, want to hear me make music is because they already knew me as a host. So it was like, Oh, you, you also make music. So I would just like perform all over New York city. And that's pretty much, I think my style is really, really New York and I'm just glad that as my music come out, people are like recognizing me for like being a New York artist because you know, New York is just, it's full, it's so diverse when it comes to music, even though in the industry it's being portrayed a lot as just this one thing. Like we always gotta have this one sound every year or every season it's, what's this one sound that's coming out of New York? And that's not what it is at all, you know? Yes. So I would like, I would say my style is contributed by like New York and all around me and like my musical influences, like the people that I listen to. Okay. okay. I, I saw some of your influences were like Biggie. I'm not familiar with Kate Bush. I guess I guess you gotta you gotta explain that to us. Like how how, how did that how does she influence you? Um well so like I guess people should know she's like a British pop. Is she kind of she's kind of pop um, artist okay. from the eighties. She was big in the eighties, but okay. she did um, this woman's worth. Was it worth or worth? It's work, right? The one that Maxwell redid and made it big okay. here. Um, she was the she made the original, um, and she also like re she made a song based off of a novel that people love called Wonder Nights. Um, so, anyways, but she is I was introduced to her by my best friend from a long time ago, and he was just like I love Kate Bush, and then like I started like getting into her and just like taking the time to really like listen to what she has to say. She's just really deep, but not even that. She's very theatrical with the way she sings on the record at her production the way she like her videos like it just seems like she thinks about every single thing that she puts into the creation of her music and I felt very I felt related I felt like that was relatable like I wanted to aspire to make music that I really thought about every single detail down to like the visuals and the and the sound and the production so that's Kate Bush. You guys should definitely listen to her. I know okay. I, she's probably not everybody's cup of tea, but she's definitely like, I would say, if you haven't, just take a chance on seeing what she's about, honestly, you know? Yeah. Hmm. And Biggie Smalls is a given. Like, who doesn't like Biggie Smalls? He's just the best yes. storyteller. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure who this are. Are you a Biggie fan? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's trying to go off the he's trying to go off the Brooklyn agenda. I, I do have a bias against Brooklyn. Yeah, so okay. again, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate Brooklyn. I have to clarify on the record. I, I got to go with the fact that we could have had Bernie. I'm still kind of hung up on that. We failed him. Mm. He failed us allegedly. You know, with the Cuba thing. But that that's why I don't entirely hate Brooklyn. They, they, they gave birth to Bernie. He could have done us real good. Otherwise, the borough was a whole the essence vibes of. It's kind of been like lost ever since Williamsburg converted into like Ivory. Yeah. I mean, I definitely likes being about. over there for his coffee. So <laughs> I don't know if Queens still get the money, but what's we'll, 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 we'll happened to that later? <laughs> I, I want to. I want to speak, you mentioned like theatrics and I was watching some of your videos and they're very, I mean, pretty much out there. Like, 
are you directing those videos with the director? Are, are there your ideas or, I mean, how are you uh, conceptualizing the, the, the videos that you've been putting out? Well, the ones that I have like on my Instagram are more just like, yeah, like it's either my, like Jay, Jay Prob, he's a great visual um, artist as well as recording artist. I was telling him earlier that he's my uh, business partner in okay. our brand slash collective called yeah. Future Legend. And pretty yeah. much we do visuals together. So like, it's like, we both are like very into what things look like and how to make them look, you guys check them out, how to make them look really like how we expect them. Most of my yeah. visuals right now are just little clips or like photography of, of me or like other people, but I do have that, the one music video um, for Supernova Girl. But um, I do plan to release videos and visuals for Tripop because it's just lend it just lends itself to be seen, like the stories to be seen. Um, so right now we're in a treatment slash setting up dates for people to be shot right now for that. Yeah. So y'all the first people to know that we are gonna get visuals for Tripop. Okay. All right. Nice. You know? <laughs> Before, before I don't know if I answered the question. Yes. Yeah. No. You did. You did. But before we get into Trihop, I, I want I want to uh, just get some information about Rhymes with Orange, particularly the, the the single that you have, how to how to succeed in rap without really trying. Like mm -hmm. uh, I, I saw I saw the the performance video you did for that, and I was I've been listening to the record for for a while now. Uh, give us a, uh, like, how did that record come together? Is, is it one of those records where you, you feel like you have to like take shots at people or address something? Like, <laughs> you know, um, give us an understanding. Well, it was just, I had found a beat and I was like, okay, I need another song. <laughs> yeah. So I was just writing to it and then what happened i mean it was it really wasn't like necessarily shot to anybody in particular it was just like you know when you when you become when you rap you kind of have this i don't know what's the word but basically you get to the past to like just be cocky because i yeah. can never be like that person in real life just walking around being cocky but like when you're rapping you can be that person um so it's just like taking situations and just like amplifying them and making it sound like i have some kind of beef or something <laughs> but um i wrote it and then it, i i wanted a few people i mean i wanted a specific specific artist on it and we spoke about it first um and then another artist was like i want to be on it and they were dope too but then it just worked out to be quality because one day he was just like I'm, I'm doing verses right now like I'm doing features and I yeah. just hit him and, and we never really spoke for real it was just like I knew of him and, his yeah. and then I reached out to him and I was just like all right let's see if he actually wants to do this and then yeah. days later he sent me like a voice memo through Instagram and I was like this is good wow. oh my god he actually <laughs> like it he did it oh my god this is crazy and then yeah. you know sent it to the lab sent it to ocean cat and he mixed it yeah. and and that was the birth of that so that was yeah. that's people's favorite that's yeah people's i love favorite. it i love the 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 bravado but but it, it's really um when i when i was watching the video it, it, it's how you, you you titled the 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 video on youtube i mean i i think just tapping into your 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 whole artistry it's it's really just the way you, you titled it on YouTube was not common for, for people when they put out videos. I mean, it was, it was kind of like you were also sending a message to, to the title. Let me get that, just, just so I can uh, say Remember? it the right way. Let me look it up right now. Uh, it's Rocky Snyder expresses her great concern for people who capped in a performance at, at One Neville. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, you know? yeah, nah, my friend was like talking about that one day. It was like, yo, you on YouTube is like a whole nother ball ball field. Yeah. So it's like when you go when you go on there, you kind of gotta like say things to get people's attention. So when we were talking about that, I was like, how can I 
put these little clip performances and like say be let it be funny like in the title that people yeah. will be like hmm, this looks interesting so that's how that <laughs> okay. that's how that came about all right and 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 the title rhymes with orange is is it is it going back to to the color itself or just the difficulty of actually finding something that that rhymes with, with orange well it was going to be okay yo i just have the the best friends but i was talking with a friend they was just like um you know, I was trying to think of names. There was so many names yeah. that it was just like so funny. It had to do with orange, but you know, at first it was gonna be nothing rhymes with orange. But yeah. then, then we, he, you know, he was like rhymes with orange, and I was like rhymes with orange just sounds so much better because because we know nothing rhymes with orange. Yes. But then it's almost kind of like saying like I I'm orange and I'm rhyming, you know, yeah. against the, all the odds. So technically, I'm rhyming with orange yeah. so it was just like let's just go with that it just it just felt better yeah it was gonna be like it was so many stupid names like aren't you know aren't you glad i didn't say banana <laughs> you know those kind of like jokes like that it was like those kind of things so. yeah oh god <laughs> <laughs> that was in my mind i, I wanted i want I like, i'm gonna start with that but i i, no. I kind of felt like it was a bit too cheesy so you know i, I used the uh uh, Eminem did a did an interview with, with Anderson Cooper, and I guess he's kind of got into that stage where he's like a a wordsmith. So I guess he he took mm-hmm. on that that challenge and trying to like bend words. So that mm-hmm. was the thing that I can think of, you know. Yeah. I know they said the closest is sporange, sporange. Yes. Yeah, but you know, everything else is, is like you you're bending words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Wait, what's what's the, what, what was that word again? Sporange. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I know I looked it up and I was like, spor- sporange. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna use that in a rhyme. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Thanks, cannabis. Your wa- oh. cannabis yeah. probably could, could have been someone to, to to do that. I mean, I think some of the uh, like rock cam and some of those wordsmiths could could no. bend words and do it. Rock. Rakim would have not used that ever in no way, shape, or form. That's strictly right. cannabis, Aesop Rock, cannabis kind of realm of like maybe even like uh, MF Doom or something. Okay. Okay. Just because he's right. got the vocal tone to make it sound like cool, like Sponge or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Everything sounds better with a mask one, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. You're listening to, you're watching the Mighty Healthy Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Who this? Rocky Snyder's here. Rocky Snyder out of Brooklyn. I, I have to emphasize out of Brooklyn. Um, just Snyder. I just want I just want people to know she's from Brooklyn, and uh, <laughs> I have to just Snyder and Tilden. Um, Donald Trump is from Queens. Just just put that out there. I just you want to know. <laughs> sure. Look, I reside in Queens right now, and I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Sorry. I mean, Sorry, who did? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not proud of it either, believe me. But then again, it's Jamaica State, so that doesn't really count as like Queens, Queens, per se. It's like, it's, it's like it's, bougie it's, Queens. Like, yeah. they don't even okay. consider us. <laughs> but, but, he, sh- he shouted out Queens the other day. All right, just got to put oh, that yeah, out he did. There. Do- I was going to say, you did point that out to me in that last debate they had. Like, he had that little bar, that little quip at Biden yes. when Biden's like, I don't know where he's from or whatever. He's like, Queens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Claim Yo, him. chill. You sounded like him. <laughs> Yo, Queens, Queens people were getting tight on, on Twitter. Like, man, we not jacking him. See, I, 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 got, I just got to put that out there because who this is, is really always coming after after Brooklyn. So I got to defend. Wow. You know, I, I just got to defend it. This is the way. Okay. So, so uh, Rocky Snyder, j- just the name itself. It, it, it's because you're 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 from that area, Snyder and Tilden. That that's how you you, you put your name together. Mm-hmm. And then my name uh, is Raquela, so uh, know, everyone everyone just calls me. Ro- I mean, everyone used to call me Rocky, and I, I hated yeah. it, but you know, I grew into it. Okay. <laughs> Did yeah. your was that a family dubbing you Rocky or was that friends dubbing you Rocky? Friends. My family to this day call me Raquela. 
Okay. No one calls. They don't call me Rocky. My only my friends. Anybody I meet for real, just be like Rocky. I'm just like, well, now obviously because I'm calling myself Rocky, but before yeah. they would just be like Rocky. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, I live on Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, like Troy Ave uh, mm-hmm. did, did something similar. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's those are the you you and Troy Ave. He's a think of. funny guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, uh, Tri-Pop, which is a, a classic based off what Brandon, like I said, Brandon from Grunge Cake Cloud in my judgment, he said, he said it was a classic and that, that's how I went into listening to it. Um, but it, but it, it's not, it's not hip hop. It's, it's, it's a bit, you know, you're not necessarily rapping on it. So, so tell us, how how you put that this classic project together well it's very much pop it's experimental pop which a lot of people are saying that they're getting from it is that i mean even when you know we were working on it you know engineering wise and stuff like that they were like poster cat was like this is this is experimental and i was like Mm. okay i guess we'll go with that but um yeah it kind of just like started with one song which was build the boy that second song and I made it one day. I don't know what I was doing or I, I don't know how it got, how I did the auto, auto-tune while I was in Logic just doing some shit. Yeah. And then that happened. And then my friends was like, yo, this is, you should lean into this, whatever this is. And then, yeah. you know, it was quarantine. So it was like, what else could you possibly do? And, you know, you, I mean, probably like uh, people were doing a lot of things, drinking, sleeping (laughs) creating everyone it was different stages of things um so that was like one of the stages which was like just making mad music until i was like wait a minute i have a it started off like a few songs and i just kept making more and more and i was like wait this is a project and so then i called up ocean cat and he produced no face from um ronzo orange yes and i was just like yo i have this project you know this genre so I feel like you it would make sense for you to executive produce this how can we mm. do this and then that's how it was born and we did it in like I want to say we did it in a month really I, I did all the music in the months up leading up to you know the end of quarantine and then we tripod came out September 30th we finished everything by the 20 something to submit it a month before it was released. So we yeah. technically had it, was mixing and mastering it for a month in like a week. Like it wasn't that long. Okay. Um, shout out to him because he was doing hours. He was, he was really in the, you know, in the zone yeah. every day. Like, all right, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this if we're really gonna do it. So yeah. shout out to Ocean Cat. Yeah. Ocean Cat. Sounds so familiar to me. Uh, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong. I know he's not from Brooklyn. I think he's from Europe, right? Or European? No. No. He's, where is he from? Is he from Brooklyn? No, I know he's staying in Connecticut right now. I want to say that he is from New York. Is he? I can't can't remember. I'm thinking of someone else then, because I know I've heard the name locally, Ocean Cat. Like, he's kind of building, I guess. He's kind of building his rep, per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. Um, he he works in the commercial business, and he also he's an artist himself, and he like produces, engineers, all that. Hmm. But sh- shout out to your friends as well. I'm thinking of when when Lauren Hill did the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, her process, from what I remember, was that it was really like a love session. It was the ideas were just flowing because she had such good people around her. And it looks like that's what happened with this project is you started out and, and you know, your friends just gave you just that, that boost and that push and you produced, you know, the quality music in a time where so many people were, you know, someplace else, people were complaining. I was, I was putting on weight during the quarantine, some, some were working and you, you were creating music. So I, I got to give credit to your friends for, for, giving you that encouragement and, and creating it in a time where people were, you know, not. You know, you know what helped helped was I did do like a cleanse during mm. the quarantine. It was like a month of no eating. 
Yeah. And I'd done it like twice or maybe yeah, twice before. It just like makes you like focus on that's how um rhymes with orange um yeah. happened around that time too. So it's just like it just clears your mind and you have yes. to focus. You have to find something else to focus on other than food. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I have to do this because then I'm gonna be hungry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that really helped, and also like, yeah, just the you know my friend. It's actually one person, um, okay. who was just like, you need to just do this. And honestly, it wouldn't have been born if they didn't if they didn't give me that extra push, you know. Yeah. So shout out to Jay. No. After a cleanse, do you feel like um, you come out stronger mentally, spiritually? Like, what's the outcome after a good cleanse? Like, everything, because you just see your confidence is up because you're like, whoa, I look great. And then, then I have the energy, you get more energy to, like, do. The only thing is that if you're, like, getting up quickly or you're going downstairs, I feel like it kind of makes you a little weak in that sense. But other than that, like, you know, you can do most things. They say that you shouldn't really exercise or do certain things because some people are maybe weaker than others. But yeah. I was able to do, you know, some exercising or just like slight, you know, activity. But you feel more like ready to to conquer. Like, okay, you're gonna get into a good. When you come off of it, you're gonna like. You're gonna eat well. You're gonna get into a good routine. You're gonna like read a book or like yeah. meditate. You yeah. know, like do think do the things that you really want to do, or you feel, yes. feel like that's gonna help you like be productive. So you end up being like, all right, now that I know food is, or now that I feel food is more like to fuel, not just like whatever. Even though it's like a, I think it's like a battle because like. You do that, you do you you feel this for like a certain amount of time and then you're back like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah. but I think it's yeah. it's a good discipline. It's definitely good discipline if you're like feeling like you gotta get something done or you wanna or you're spiraling out of control. I think it's one of those things that you definitely could be like. And I kinda did it because I was like, This quarantine, it's gonna take a hold of me. I was yeah. like <laughs> you know, like yeah. I was like, I have to do this because um and also i just have like um you know certain like certain um health things i just gotta keep like monitoring so it's like if you don't take control of your health then you you know you got one body so it's like yes exactly yeah yeah food is not evil we made food evil by tampering (laughs) with it the chemical components and such yeah Ask Nestle. They own everything. They even tamper with Pone Spring water. It tastes different than other water. Explain that. I'm yeah. So crazy. Water, so, so, well, yeah, that's true. Water, water doesn't necessarily have taste. It shouldn't have taste, right? You can taste the difference, though. Okay. Yeah. People if I do a water argue. lineup, yeah, if I do a water lineup of Pone Spring, Smart Water, Aquafina, and what's the other Essentia. one? Yeah, all those you'll taste the difference, but why? Mm-hmm. It's like they should all taste the same. Mm. Now, now Rocky, are, are you vegetarian? Or are you vegan? Are you into that lifestyle? I'm vegan. Ah, okay. Oh, how we were, how long? <laughs> you guys are three for three, Brooklyn Haitians that go vegan. Listen, this is this is hey. a big conversation. This is a big conversation. <laughs> I, I have Big. never met a, a Haitian vegan until today. Whoa. You know, people I've, say that. Yeah. But my parents live in Atlanta, so it's not like I'm just like, and they're like more Americanized, you know? So okay. it's not like, like when we go to my grandmother's house, maybe, or like my aunt's or something, they may have Haitian food, but it's not like my parents are just sitting around me. My mom's St. Lucian too, so it's like, it's not, okay. they're just not like, always making Haitian food so it's not that yeah. bad and plus my sisters are also vegan so it's like wow you know, it was easy vegan family my parents are not vegan but you know oh, okay. well it could be that. like sometimes they don't eat like a lot of meat or anything so it's yeah like, but um yeah Haitian how vegan. long how long have you been vegan 2017 December 
2017. Okay. But um, I remember it was hard because the first outing as a vegan, my it was a Haitian, like my aunt had like a Haitian um, party and they had yeah. everything. Yeah. And I was like, so I can only eat when I'm busy? Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I was just like, oh. yeah. Yeah. It was stressful. It was stressful. That's when I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> but then I realized I was like, you know what? I don't even be around this food all the time. So it's whatever. Yeah. 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 I-, I can imagine the, the, the temptation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not right. tempted anymore. Like, you get to a point where I think the first few months you're like, but honestly, not really. Like, the only thing when I smell fried chicken, I'm like, damn. Mm. But <laughs> still to this day, to this day. But yeah, I don't, don't get any cravings. I have not stopped. I haven't touched meat in since then. Like, I don't get any cravings. Like, I only there was one phase, like a few months of me eating like adding eggs so then i technically i was like vegetarian but yeah i was just like you know vegans they say like eggs is like you know it's not yeah you know so then i was just like all right let me not i could i don't need eggs i could just have i don't know tofu eggs or like the fake eggs that they have but other than that yeah you know how vegans have fake everything it's just like plant-based Eggs. Did it, did they mold tofu into eggs? No, no tofu. You can just like chop it up. Yeah. And use the same yeah. seasoning that you. It's alternative eggs. everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then it'll it'll taste like eggs. Or you can match. I feel like once you become vegan, your taste buds you just manipulate the seasoning and the sauce. You just that's what makes it taste like whatever it is you're trying to make it taste like. Yeah. So and wait a texture. second. No offense yeah. to you both, of course, being from Brooklyn and Haitian, or at least part on Rocky's part, and vegan of all things too. Which no, no, no judgment, but is veganism yes. sort of like dark psychology because you're turning these foods to make you think you're tasting something that's not obviously what it is, but it's vegan. I never heard of vegan eggs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really done my research on like what is because there's raw vegan there's people who just eat straight they don't cook much they just eat straight things like you know like fresh and then there's people who every now and then will have some faux bacon faux meat or whatever but i don't really know what that means for us psychologically (laughs) i'm imagining that we're crazy but then if you think about it if we grew up tasting all these things Imagine if a kid grew up just being vegan their entire life. They're not going to want the food to taste like bacon because they don't know what bacon tastes like. Because, I mean, I tried that Impossible Burger from Burger King, and it tasted exactly like a Whopper. But then the aftertaste is like all kinds of green composed into, like, tasting into this one thing. (laughs) Then I felt it. I won't be too descriptive, but I I really felt the difference afterwards, let's say. The Impossible Mm. Meat. It was a... out of this world, not in a good way. Oh, you had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, I got the I, I got the itis so bad. I woke really? up from that nap and then I ran to the bathroom afterwards. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie though, the impossible whopper was one of those things that I tried that everybody else was like, Oh, actually, this is not that bad, and it did make my stomach. I, I definitely have to use the bathroom after that. Oh, yeah, but I think it's just Burger King, like, I don't think. Cause they, I've had Impossible Burgers, a bunch of other places, ah. and Beyond Burgers, not the same effect. So I think it was just Burger mm. King, whatever they were using in there. Can't trust them. Yeah. <laughs> you're listening to, you're watching the Mighty Healthy Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Alfred. Who this? All right, Rocky Snyder is here. Um, I, I think I really feel like uh, this is like uh, one of the more powerful interviews that, that we've had because it's my first time meeting someone who, who, who's vegan, Haitian, and, and of course she's from Brooklyn. I think that's, that's, that's very unique uh, to, to the program. Three for three. All right. But before we continue, of course, I want to emphasize 
Donald Trump is from Queens. I just want to put that out there. It's just, just, just Yo. Yo. tuning in. Just, just stop it. Turn up out of you. Yo. I just, we I get just it. Wanna, okay. No, you just got to put that out there. You just want people to know. Okay. Because who just did start this, this, this Brooklyn thing, you know, like he was bashing Brooklyn. Yes. So I just, I, I just feel like every program I have to emphasize that, you know. Brooklyn has lost its essence over time as America has too. It's slowly losing its grip on its influence on the world. Do you believe that? It ain't the same. Just walk through Williamsburg. Yes. I mean, walk through literally everywhere. Literally. But I mean, Williamsburg really takes the cake. It is probably vegan too if they're doing that. So... They're bicycling everywhere. They're uh, what electrical foldable bikes and all that too. Hefe yes. uh, goes over there just for his coffee and his latte because it's like nut milk or egg milk or whatever he's doing. Green milk. <laughs> no. Honestly, no. the best thing that has come out of gentrification is the fact that I can go anywhere in Brooklyn and they'll have that is true. options. That is true. You know? Yes. Queens, yes. Not so much. Yeah. Where I'm yes. at, at least. Well, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. But yeah. you know, maybe Astoria or something. But oh, Astoria's Williamsburg Junior. It's nasty. Over yeah. there. that's where I grew up, and now it's like I can't even go back there without you know. Yeah, it's crazy. My stomach turning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I did now, have a question though. Actually, right. Yeah. Now. I'm sorry. Sorry to jump in, Effie. But um, I had a question. So regarding. What you just released, try it, Bop. Um, wait, I'm sorry, I got the name wrong. Probably try hop no, or try pop. Try pop. It's try pop. Try oh, okay. pop. It's my mind doing pop. that to me, kind of. Yeah, it's my I mind doing that pop? to me. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got all mixed. I tripped myself up with that. Sorry, mentally, but um, I like that they kind of got to the point here describing you when I googled you as far as Rocky Snyder is an alternative hip hop artist which I know came to be a subgenre ever since the likes of, let's say, Danny Brown, like uh, maybe you could say Flatbush Zombies, mm-hmm. that kind of realm of hip-hop. And I know from hearing the album, too, like I'll give you credit for um, iMessage. I like that track just because of how you implemented the sounds or Ocean Cat probably did with um, oh, the yeah. texting. That was me. That was you. Okay, so props to you then. But um, stuff like that and how you like just package yourself as being different not trying just that you are and implementing everything you've been inspired from do you dub yourself would you feel properly dubbed alternative hip-hop or do you think you're kind of going for your own amongst that unique realm i feel like people just have to have labels so it's like i say alternative hip-hop because i'm probably gonna always go back to hip-hop no matter like what sound i try or do or whatever so for now, let's just say alternative hip hop, which means it could be any, the alternative could be anything. Um, but I definitely am not limited to, you know, hip hop. And But I also think that hip hop is not limited in general. Like, I feel like me so, trying pop is still, is still very much hip hop because I'm a hip hop artist. Like, you know, H2O is, is, is a house hit with me rapping on it. And that's still hip hop. The pesticide, I'm rapping on it. Like, you know, even though it's like more conversational and I'm just like, yeah. you know, if you think about it, it's still hip hop. So pain management is technically, if you think of like those artists who sing sad songs about drugs and stuff like yes. that, like, you know, the Trippy Reds and stuff like that, that's still in that lane. So um, that's why I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm going to just for the title sake. So, you know, bloggers can understand it'll still be alternative hip-hop for now. So alternative hip-hop's kind of clear in who's kind of in that realm, who kind of veers into that lane. Mm -hmm. But does it bother you when, like, nowadays we got pop that's blatantly doing or hip-hop heavily influenced? Like, let's say, to me, the best example of that, meaning it's bad, obvious, was that Mm -hmm. Katy Perry, Juicy J track, I forget the name, which kind of blew up and took over. Damn, I feel like I know what you're talking uh, I'm singing it in my head, but I don't remember the title. There's no denying it's catchy, but it's it's blatant pop with just a hip-hop 
track underneath underneath mm-hmm. it with drums slapped on it just because oh and juicy j for the flex of course mm-hmm. for the sake of mm-hmm. does that bother you at all yeah. or like blatant kind of mashups per se no because you know i was thinking about it you know pop is it becomes pop because it's katy perry like and you know pop is like popular music you know somebody mm-hmm. was saying that and it, you know and i was like that's because like drake you know when he says i'm a pop star like he's he's making hip-hop but because he's so popular you know he so a lot of his music is seen as pop or is on pop you know playlists and um, genres and stuff like that so i think doesn't necessarily doesn't really bother me because i feel like all these labels are whatever anyways it's like all of these things could be different things because they have hip-hop elements on there it could be a hip-hop it could be fall under a hip-hop playlist but it can also fall under a pop playlist it's just it's confusing you know yeah Hmm. but it, it it does come to a point at a certain level uh, it, it's just music, you know. I, I think um, yeah. I remember Jay Jay Z um, gave that um, presented that to us, and he said, you know, at, at some point, uh, the categories that everyone's put into it really won't matter. It's literally going to be music. I think with artists, there are certain barriers that you transcend, and after a point, it, it's just music. You don't. You mm-hmm. don't. You can't really put anyone in a specific box. It's just their, it's their musician. I know? think it's because a lot and of I, I think, say, yeah. No, I was just gonna say I think it's because a lot of times they try to put hip hop artists okay. in boxes. Because if a pop a pop oh. artist wanted to make wanted to rap a little bit, nobody gonna say nothing. It's always like when a hip hop artist tries to like go into a different lane that it becomes like whoa what is this rock yeah. is this rock you know like yeah especially if you're rem- a black hip-hop artist like yeah because remember we're not too far removed from a time in music where like if a pop hit had a rapper on it the rappers was taken off completely when it played on the pop station or like mm-hmm. z100 and such then all of a sudden now high 97 is playing like bruno mars like the blatant just pop mm-hmm. whatever he's doing which isn't bad stuff but mm-hmm. what's that doing there of all things Exactly. Is 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 Bruno Mars like? Do we does does the community of hip hop is he accepted as? I know he's black, but is he accepted as like? It always seems that he's he's one of those artists that even though he says he is, he's not really seen as as such. He's half black, right? Oh. He's Filipino and black. That's that's what yeah, I think. Yeah, I was like, is he? Yeah. What is he? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I think he's full <laughs> Filipino. I, I've heard something in a long way. He says he he, he is black or he, he makes black music, but he kind of he's kind of one of those people that, that toes the line. Like you never you don't really know. Is he an ally in that case? Yeah, I would say he's an ally, but I don't really know. Is he really? I think he's straight Filipino. Really... All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put that out there and. and uh, We'll, we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, in, in your opinion, Rocky, is is tri hop? Do you, do you see it as a classic? <laughs> what did I? I oh, I said tri hop. Ah, see, I did that. Whoops. Yeah. Tri hop is. Do you, do you see tri hop as a as a classic? Is is it like your your illmatic, your reasonable doubt? Is it, you know? I mean, no. I really, I really do enjoy it, and I think it's really, really great. But I feel like I'm not even at Illmat. I'm not at Illmatic yet. Like I'm not there yet. I just started, so it's kind of like maybe when you know, say you know, people go back, like you know, now I make more music, and then people go back and they're like, "Yo, remember when she did Tripop?" Maybe yeah. then, but right now it feels like okay, maybe. But I'm so like thinking about like all these other projects that that has to happen first. That I don't know what what which one is gonna be the one that people that blows up or that people go back and they're like, oh, this was, you know, this. Yeah, I'm trying to be like more present. So I don't know if you 
know what's his name Brandon want to be like it's a classic yeah. please tell everybody it's a classic <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that I really yeah. enjoyed making it and I and I really loved it you know yeah. yeah I mean the project the project's been out out a month right it's been mm-hmm. a little over a month so I, I always think that in present day it usually we check to see if if it lasts the test of time, and I don't think artists usually are quick to to um, see their projects as classic. But I mean, I don't disagree with with Brandon. I mean, in listening to it, there were no tracks that I skipped. It, it, it's very cohesive. It, it it plays well. All the tracks mesh well with each other. So I can't disagree with him. I just wanted to see, like, you know, what's what's your take on it, and you know, and as such. Yeah. So that was like the main thing that we were trying to figure out because the order was completely different. Mm. But when we got to the point where they were all mixed and mastered and done, and we were like, okay, because there was things, there was songs that didn't even make it. There was like two yeah. songs that didn't make it um, just because they weren't um, finished. Um, yeah. But we were just like, okay, now that we have it, how do we put it in a way that is, like you said, it's like cohesive, that makes sense and tells the story that I'm trying to tell? Yeah. So, I'm glad that we ended up putting it in that order. And thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and you mentioned you mentioned that you you have you already have other projects in mind. Like, are 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 you one of those artists that you you create? Do you have to do you write stuff down? Do you create it in your head? Do you, like, what are you seeing uh, for the future, music wise? Um. Well, just more, well, I feel like 2021, having, I feel like 2020 was such a weird year, and yeah. it's crazy that I was even releasing music in uh, in a year like this, Um, on a year like this, but I feel like 2021 is going to have the entire year now to release whatever. I feel like mm. I didn't have the entire year, because I started releasing music in February and then the quarantine happened so it was kind of like "Woo, what's going on here and then so now that I know what I want to do moving forward it's probably going to be like more like small two three song EPs or like a bunch of singles stuff like that I won't do like a huge project again until like you know I'll get an offer or something like that and they're like we need you to do a project this big and I'm just like okay can I have some money um (laughs) yeah because it's so it's mad it's a lot of money making music and getting people to hear your music that's I think that's what it is like making the music and then you don't want to make the music in vain so now you gotta make sure everyone can hear it so now you gotta pay for marketing and you gotta pay for somebody to market it and you gotta run ads and so it's like you know yeah. i think something that big or longer well let me not lie because i'm just gonna be quiet but <laughs> <laughs> but like an album like yeah which will probably i know i can foresee like making like a hip-hop album or something or something that is multi-genre or whatever but yeah yeah i'm gonna wait till uh, you have some big big money to do something like like that again okay. but yeah so singles album, and like small hip yeah for the hip hop album do you have anybody in mind production wise that sticks out or you might want to oh yeah I gotta work with them um I feel like I'm thinking of people who are like bigger like on bigger scales so that's why I'm trying to like I'm gonna like keep in mind just so like manifest and be like okay once I get that deal then I can be like who do I who can I pick from the big like the bigger pool whatever I definitely do because like you know like if it's a and I'm going to circles but like if I'm doing like a hip album I'm thinking about like I don't know crazy people like Pharrell or something or I was gonna say Pharrell Pharrell will suit your sound I think Pharrell immediately like those type of like people and that's what i would yeah. probably want for a hip-hop album so i'm probably gonna wait until to see that time comes which i do believe like if i continue doing what i need to do then there's no yeah. reason why i shouldn't come so um yeah hmm. i see you working with rihanna 
I see that. We love um, that gallery re- 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 around here. Okay. I, I, re- I really, <laughs> I really see that. Um, Listen, if she ever makes music again, yeah, yeah, that too. That'd be nice. I see that. Um, She's a I won't say more, but I, I, I definitely see that. Uh, I definitely see that. You know, you you working with. Her. I think at at some point that 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 happens. That's what I would I love to maybe write a song for her or something like that. Yeah. Or like, you yeah. know, figure out what her next, not now, but whenever she starts making music again, like what's her next yeah. single? Yeah. Yeah. You I know, I, I could, that's a good point, Hefe, because I can see from what Rihanna did with the Neptunes on that Lemonade thing, that mm-hmm. could be right up Rocky's Alley, that yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, lemonade was definitely super cute. I like, I love yeah. when you like lemonade. Yeah, I see that. I see that. All right. You listen to the Mighty LD podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Who this? Who this is here? Just, I just want to say this one final time. Uh, Donald <laughs> Trump is from Queens. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yo. We get it. <laughs> just, I just want people to know that. All right. And Yo. Rocky's from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. We're both vegan. People, we must put that out there. We must spread that information. Must. All right? We are and vegan I, and Haitian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and the question still lingers. I'm not sure. I don't think Queen still gets the money. I doubt it. But, Yo. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. No, you, I just want to put that you know, You know why it does? Because <laughs> Trump paid so little on his taxes, so it's going somewhere. No, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly him. Is. So you're claiming him? I, I'm not. Uh, yes, you Somewhere. Know. That's, that, that, that's on the record. Who, who, who this has endorsed Donald Trump? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> oops. I'm weak. Now, uh, before we wrap up, you know, speaking of, of that, um, do you have any thoughts on... Wait, would you say you can uh, Say that again? Thoughts? Okay. Any thoughts or opinions on Ice Cube and Kanye voicing their opinion uh, in politics or expressing their views on issues in the Black community? <laughs> um, listen, I am a Kanye fan, so, yeah. but I don't agree with everything that he says. You know what I mean? So it'd be it'd be wild. It'd be wow um the whole trump thing and then oops like <laughs> not like that was yeah. just a lot um yeah but he did say something about helping haiti and then i was yes. like oh you got my attention yeah. <laughs> but yes. you know i don't know anybody who's like oh i'm for trump you know obviously it's because they're rich but it's like yeah. we're vegan you know, we we <laughs> we got you guys there because we were your fans and this is how you yeah. you know what mm. Yeah. So it's like you gotta really think about that when you're saying stuff like that. Cause it's like, yeah, you know, we're in this whole COVID era, and a lot of you guys are not making as much money as usual. Yeah, because it's different now. So it's like you kind of gotta. I mean, yes, they are standing your truth. So if that's how you really believe, that's that what you really believe, then attract the right audience. But the audience that you do normally have aren't Trump supporters so I don't know what he was fooling yeah. us I'm confused you know that's not cool yeah. I thought I you might have co-signed Trump because he is, he's got the orange hair or toupee or whatever he's got going up up there <laughs> I'm dying you, you dropped the ball no that's the only orange we do not <laughs> acknowledge <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, a couple of more things. Uh, I saw. I saw two albums were released, and there were there was a a commentary that that accompanied the album. Would would that be something that you would consider like a a commentary version or adding some commentary to the album as people listen to it? I thought about doing that, but like in an interview setting, I'd never thought about actually doing that on 
record i i mean that would be something cool just to have i don't know how many people are going to keep going i mean something like that is that i would think that in the future when people go back to listen to it they would be like yes this comment there's more mm. that would make sense right now i'm like hmm. i do want to talk about the process and what all the songs and like what they mean and all that stuff but I, so far i've only thought about it in like a long like me just me in the camera interview kind of setting um that's a good it's a good thing to think about who this put that put that on a record like when when things open up when we do a like a in-person interview that's something we should consider you know when when shows start happening again yes you know stuff like that you know that's something we should do artist commentary oh Ooh. um what do you any any plans like how do you think you're going to be performing some of the songs like are, are you going to do like virtual performances is, is that is that something that you're thinking about yes um i've already done well i've already recorded one i have to record another it's like you know people or they want it pre-recorded yeah um oops i wasn't supposed to say that no okay <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of them do just like because you know how ig live is yeah yes no it's not really reliable so um yeah i think right now the virtual wave i don't feel very uh confident or comfortable performing for a huge crowd right now or anything even if you know people are doing secret shows like i don't really feel comfortable doing that right now so right now we're just like rehearsing and practicing and just like for virtual shows and then the goal is to have one of, of my own just doing straight a straight run through virtual show tripop so you know that's what we're practicing for right now okay hmm. and yeah everybody do virtual shows stop trying to <laughs> do these secret shows and nobody's wearing masks yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's 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 tough yeah yeah who was yeah. the one that Atlanta doing that last week they had the birthday party uh uh, who's the oh 21 savage right he had that whole club full of people no mask or nothing i mean it's one of those things where people are like oh i haven't gotten it yet so it's like whatever yet. but you know people yet but this there are some people because a lot of people are asymptomatic and there's a lot of people who are not a lot of people but there's some people that I know who have a family member who's still passing away from this thing yeah. so it's like one of those things where you have to protect yourself you can't think about anybody else it's like you have to know what you're doing where you're going and how you're moving and touching things and something like that because at the end of the day everybody's gonna do whatever they want to do anyways until yes. Cuomo's like your ass has got to stay inside again uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> He yeah. would do that without hesitation. He doesn't. Cuomo does not play. Cuomo I feel it too him. because this past weekend, I'm surprised he's not going to do a brief. Like yeah, y'all was really that. cutting a rug on Halloween. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he, he, hey. he does not play. Let's wait till tomorrow morning. Let's see what he changes his mind. Just pops up. Yeah. Y'all all gotta stay inside till January. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's Eve is canceled. Yeah. Yo, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, no, not uh, yes. Yeah. That would suck. Let me ask you, Raggy, actually, since you're a self-admitted vegan from Brooklyn and partially Haitian, <laughs> how do you do now to cope with Thanksgiving, the day where it's all about gluttony? Um, we still eat. <laughs> yeah. We I make hope vegan. You, do. you have to stay alive things. and feel yourself. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, in your case, since you're vegan, what do you feel yourself on on Thanksgiving Day, Turkey Day, as they call it? Um, we do like vegan mac and cheese. We still we can eat sweet potatoes. We can have pie. We can have like a lot of things. We still can have. The only mm-hmm. thing will probably be like the turkey, which we would make like vegan fried chicken or something like that. Like that will do like an alternative. Um, have, I don't know if you guys ever heard of like vegan fried chicken from like tofu coated with like rice krispies sounds crazy what right not rice the rice um crispy rice cakes no the, the oh no cereal. Uh, okay so 
I know it sounds crazy, mm. but it tastes good. It actually I'm sounds gonna, good. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to look into that. Yeah. I actually had a friend who's not vegan try it, and they was like, this is actually pretty good. It's not, it doesn't taste like, they will say like, it's not like, oh, this is fried chicken, but it definitely is a good, I guess, alternative for vegans. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever had turducken before you converted to vegan? Turducken? Yeah. No, what is that? <laughs> it's a, that's you, you, you shove a duck into a chicken and then they all end up in the turkey somehow. No. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't no. bad, but my mom tried to make a big deal out of it. The last year I did turkey for Thanksgiving, yeah. by the way, she's like, oh, this is such a big thing. The white people I work for are doing it. Let's do it too, whatever. It's like, mm. all right, fine, mom, you're cooking. It saves me the trouble. So you try and it's like, listen, turkey breast, chicken thigh and duck ass, if anything. So it wasn't terrible, oh. but it's just unique. Okay. Okay. I feel like I've heard of people stuffing the turkey with other meat, but like, interesting. It's like afterlife have guys, cannibalism. Have you have you guys ever had fried turkey? I have turkey. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. I don't remember if I have, but I feel like it would be good. Before before I I, I went ve- I went vegetarian then vegan. Before that, I, I ate duck, I ate frog legs, I, I mean, you name it, I, I tried it. Frog legs actually taste like chicken. Mm. So I hear. Yeah. I, I hear the same it. about alligator. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to have alligator, but yeah. Mm. I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Mm. Yeah. So wait, I wonder now, hold on. Back in the days of the dinosaurs, you had the biggest one that was the brontosaurus just eating plants. So if yeah. the cavemen went after him and cut him up and ate him up, are they vegan because he ate mostly plants? No. Or was that aster? Oh, okay. I, I think people always uh, try to, to to use that analogy as a way of saying they're, they're partially vegetarian or something. Yeah. Right, they're feeding into mm-hmm. it, right? Because... And ain't it funny though? The brontosaurus had like teeth, like uh, what's that called now? The veneers, because they had these big flat choppers on them because they were just Yo. munching on plants. I guess I don't know. They did right; these big, humongous <laughs> things with tiny heads and humongous bodies just munching on plants. Yo. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, that's just to say, like they're so big and they're eating plants, like they can eat anything. They eat in plants, so it's like yeah. that should see something. Yeah. All right. You listen to you're watching the Mighty Healthy Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Who this? Who this? Have we covered everything? I I feel like we we we've gotten to anything. Any 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 more questions for Rocky? Well, I know Rocky has a schedule and a hopefully a Sunday to enjoy. I'd rather keep her here <laughs> on and just talk some shit and banter and all that, but. You know, we got to respect other people's schedules. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On this lovely rainy Sunday. Might as well. Now. It's raining. Really Where are you going? Pandemic <laughs> rain. Where are you going? The grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and, and any final thoughts, Rocky? Uh, and anything else that you have to promote? What's What's the IG, the Twitter, YouTube? Um, everything is Rocky Snyder, R-O-C-K-Y-S-N-Y-D-A, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Um, still stream Tripop. If you haven't heard it, stream it. It's on all streaming platforms. We will be putting it on Bandcamp for Bandcamp Friday. So if y'all want to support, mm. throw anything towards it, um, you'll see me promoting that this week. And yeah, and if you have, keep streaming it because you know these streams end up being dollars, even though you got to do a lot of streams for the end of being dollars. But you know, you know, I, I stream it on title because I know title title pays more, so uh. I stream it on title. Okay. Oh, that is good. okay. Yeah, that is good. That yeah. is, yes. That, yep. I heard so. that in like. I want to say Amazon Music or something like okay. one of those other ones, but definitely I heard yeah. about Title. Yeah, so I, 
I've been streaming it on title. I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna continue doing so. All right. So Just leave it on repeat. You know. I will. <laughs> I will. Just sleep with I, it. I, I love it. Um, I can. I can listen to it without repeat. So I definitely will. Yeah. Hey. Yep. All right. I'm going to listen to an Amazon Music because Amazon Music has to email me to remind me I even have that. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've had it all this time being Amazon Prime. It's like, oh, yeah, I do have Amazon Music Prime, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I just okay. don't use it. See? Oh, wow, we it. have Amazon Prime too. And I didn't even think. Well, you just taught me something. There, there you go. Stream it. That, that, that's that's, that's something. Stream it right on Amazon. We got, we got to, we got to encourage that. We got to encourage to stream on platforms that pay artists the most money. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Rocky's right. got to eat. You don't have a cheap diet being a vegan. Yes, this is true. <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Well, Rocky, thanks, thank thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Sunday. All right, all right. Mighty Healthy Podcast. I'm Jeff. My friends call me F.A. Who this? All right. See you next time. Bye.